Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast of Who's Here in the Hamptons. I'm Dan Retiner, your host, broadcasting from my home in the Hamptons, where I have lived for over 55 years. I've written a dozen books about this glorious place, and I've seen it grow through the years from small tourist towns, quaint fishing villages, and a summer playground for high society, to what it is today, a world-class resort for celebrities, artists, musicians, authors, and billionaires. In my podcast, I will bring you interviews with not only these people, but also prominent local people who have helped shape the Hamptons. Welcome to Dan's Talks, and today I'm talking to a former Pittsburgh Pirate baseball player, Dale Berra, who is uh, producing a movie about his illustrious father, along with several other of the uh, Dale family, and what is it come out? It's, what's it called, uh, the movie? It's, it ain't over. It ain't over until it's over, but it's ain't over is the name of the movie. And uh, right. it, it's, we're going to talk about that first. And uh, it's scheduled to premiere, uh, which will be on the day before this podcast goes public. Actually, it'll be on the same day, next Thursday. So it's coming out on the day the movie is coming out in a, more than 100 theaters, I've, I read. Around the country, it's a a biography of Yogi Berra, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and by his or a documentary, a documentary, a better a better name than biography, I think. Sure, absolutely. And um, okay, so one of the interesting parts of it, and I'll ask you about him in a minute, is the fact that, uh, and I we've seen this with another great ball player out here in the Hamptons. Uh, with Carl Yastrzemski, his grandson is now playing center field for uh, San Francisco, as you may know. Mm-hmm. So in this case, yeah. talking about here, Yogi played in the 70s, I'm sorry, the 50s and 60s. And uh, you played uh, for 10 years um, uh, as his son for the Pittsburgh Pirates as shortstop and third base. Tell, tell us a little about that and how it goes. And you told this wonderful, I've heard it, a story about it with where they, he had asked you about um, uh, what do you, what do you think about when the bases are loaded in less than two outs? <laughs> if that was something that we discussed later on, way later on in life, uh, yep. you know, the funny thing about it is I was too dumb. And I guess that's the word uh, to really pick my dad's brain and, and, and actually use, his philosophies, you know, you get a lot smarter when you get older and yeah. you also uh, understand things a lot better. Uh, my dad had the most amazing, innate ability to play the game. Uh, you know, he was a mathematician. He had a photographic memory and, and supreme confidence uh, of which it's, it's, it's hard to explain. I've, I've played with many Hall of Famers. Um, you know, some of the greatest players in history. And uh, there's something about dad's mindset that was different than everybody else's. He just had such confidence. Uh, tell, tell us that story where he asked you that question. That right, helped- well, long story, long story short, dad was pretty much, uh, you know, when I, I used to visit dad in the nursing home on his, in his last days. And even when uh, his, his voice was barely audible but whenever i brought up baseball when me and him were alone all of a sudden his voice would click up a little bit 
And he would get that yogi voice back again that I was used to as a kid and growing up. And um, I one time uh, we were talking about hitting. And he asked me, he said, Dale, what did you think about when the bases were loaded in less than two outs? And I said, well, um, don't hit into a double play, whatever you do. Uh, you know, try to hit the ball in the air, at least get the sacrifice fly. Don't swing at a bad pitch. Um, whatever you do, you know, try to hit the ball hard, do something. And he goes, damn, you thought about all that, huh? And I said, yeah. Well, what did you think about when you were up there with the bases loaded? He said, the pitcher's in trouble. <laughs> and that was his, that was his, that was his mindset. That was his mindset. I said, the pitcher's in trouble. How'd you think that? He goes, He's got nowhere to put me. That's right. He can't throw the ball over the plate. He goes, I'm already a bad ball hitter, but if you throw it over the plate, those go a long way. So, uh, you know, he just had the game beat mentally. Well, he, he was pretty famous afterward when he was a coach and became famous for these yogiism phrases that he would, he would, uh, talk, talk about. And, um, I think when, um, we wanted to know what he was really like. So uh, you were his son, and uh, here's what, how was he? Was he a good guy? Uh, the, 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 the best thing, I, not the best thing, but what I can say about him, he was the most unaffected man uh, I've ever known. Uh, the most unaffected icon in history. He really did not think he was special, and he raised us the exact same way. There's just, uh, uh, it's hard to explain. He would treat the, the landscaper or the dry cleaner exactly like he treated a, a Wall Street CEO or, or, or a president of the United States. He just, he didn't know any different. He just respected people and he liked people and he did it without thinking. That was the trick. His whole persona was such that when people were finished speaking with him, they would think, my gosh, for such a, a, a you know, an, an icon, he, he certainly he, he certainly doesn't, uh, you know, come off that way. He just makes everybody feel very special. And uh, that's the best thing I can say about him. And as a father, the relationship between my mom and dad that we got to witness and as little kids didn't know any better because what did we know? We just. We just, this is the way we were raised. But when I look back on it and when I've seen the relationships I've been in and my brothers and been through in our whole lives, you see how special that they were together and how amazing they were. It was just, a, it was, it was just, a, a, you know, a, a, an honor and, and a treat to, to grow up with the man. That's how, how the movie is, is, uh, is trying to transmit that to uh, the people who go to the movie to see it. Well, the movie, uh, the, the, the documentary is pretty much about uh, the forgotten superstar that Yogi Berra was the 18 time all-star, the 10 time world champion, the three time MVP and four other times finished in the top three in voting. The guy who hit more home runs six years in a row than strikeouts in a single season. The most feared man in baseball. People don't remember that 
People remember him for his sayings. People remember him for Yogi Bear. People remember him for being this funny character. Yeah. And um, the movie kind of starts off with, uh, you know, with uh, Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, Sandy Koufax, and Johnny Bench as Ooh. the four living greatest players alive. Along with him. And uh, strangely enough, there wasn't a fifth guy out there. Those four belonged, absolutely. But there certainly was room for a fifth man out there, and he should have been out there. And that's yep. what the movie is pretty much about. Uh, how, how, any, how Yogi's persona interfered with the fact that he wasn't considered one of the five greatest living ball players, given, given all, you know, everything that he accomplished and I, the I, kind of man he was. Yeah, uh, I got to meet him briefly uh, when I was a, um, a, a, a lad in New Jersey. He came, he came to uh, Taylor Park in Milburn, where I grew up, and uh, he was with Phil Rizzuto. He would retired, and they were throwing the ball around in the uh, park with us. And uh, How about that? Yeah. I got to meet him again uh, when you came. This was this this uh, artist writers baseball game that we've been playing out here in the Hamptons now for 67 or 80, 70 years in a row. And you participated in it at least one year and um, which, uh, which we found in the archives, which was in 2000, mm -hmm. he threw out the first ball. He was here. And um, yeah. then you were the second batter up in the game. I was the umpire and we, we read about it. And the first pitch, <laughs> into you you hit over the fence into the tennis courts for a home run that was the first pitch <laughs> in the game and i didn't uh, even know i don't even remember i don't even remember well i guess i can't <laughs> help that one do you remember coming out to east hampton for oh, absolutely i remember playing in the game i remember seeing roy scheider and, and I, I i i yes i absolutely remember playing in the game uh alec baldwin there's a bunch of i had a wonderful time out there Oh, well, I, and was... I, defi I definitely remember playing in the games, but I just can't remember any specific, uh, you know, any plays or anything like that. But I do well, absolutely remember playing and going out there. Well, you must have been about 50. You, you hit the ball equally as far as the longest home run ever hit at this game. And, <laughs> uh, uh, and I recall it myself because I saw it go. And um, okay. Uh, and then um, it was a, a, a great game. The uh, writers won it. They had uh, uh, a lot of uh, well, very well-known people were there playing in it. Peter Jennings, for one, played in it. Oh, yeah. George Plimpton was playing it. You mentioned Roy Scheider, who was a... Uh, Absolutely. And, and uh, we were all out there. We have, were having the greatest time imaginable. But I remember thinking or hearing one of the players say, yeah, he's a major leaguer. You know, so he's meeting you <laughs> for yes. more far. And uh, it was it was quite a day. And uh, yes. I want to belatedly thank you for coming to that game. And if you care to come again, we'd be happy to have you. The game is uh, <laughs> this year is August uh, 21, something like that. And uh, it's been going on year after year. Oh, Bill, Bill Clinton. I don't think Bill Clinton came to that particular game, but we had uh, m many other people that you knew and we all knew as celebrities. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
It's a wonderful event. Yes, it was raised. But that particular event at that time raised $40,000 for three charities. And uh, we've been it there ever, ever since. And uh, uh, I was, we're, we're happy to have you there. Uh, and all the painters were out there and, uh, and a lot of the writers. Um, Peter mm -hmm. Stump, famous writer, was out there. Uh, 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 anyway, it was a great day. And I'm glad you remember. Yes, it was. Yeah. A little more about um, the, the movie and some of the people who are in it. So I can preview the movie as best I can. Well, uh, the movie was originally started by a very good friend of mine. Uh, I was playing golf uh, with a very good friend of mine, and he happened to bring along uh, one of his friends who I'd never met. His name was Peter Soboff, and he just so happened to be an Oscar-winning producer uh, several years before, and uh, you know had, was was uh, is a huge Yankee and huge Yogi Berra fan. And I met him. We played golf, and then afterwards he said to me, "Has there ever been?" a documentary or a movie about your dad. And I said, well, nothing substantial. And he said, well, how would you like it if I explored that? And I said, by all means. And, you know, several weeks later, he called me and said that he thinks that he would like to put this together. So I called my brothers and uh, some other family members and told them that we have a, a, a real quality person uh, to put this film together, somebody who's won an Oscar, somebody who has the means, somebody who knows the business and somebody who can put together a real, uh, you know, a, 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 a real movie or documentary. And my brother said, definitely. Yes, that would be great. And it just took off from there. Well, and, uh, you know, it was we had a, a you know, uh, Mr. Soboloff hired a, uh, a, a, a director, Sean Mullen, who had to figure out which way that this movie should go. And he had no idea how he was going to do that. You know, he didn't know how he was going to piece together my dad's uh, service at World War II. He didn't know how he was going to piece together his growing up in, on Dago Hill in St. Louis. He didn't know how he was going to piece together his, the fact that he won the Presidential Medal of Honor um, and, uh, you know, and so we, he didn't know which way it was going to go and he had to figure that out. And yep. he did that doing interviews with all of our family and lots of famous people and lots of ex players he played with and players that he managed. I remember, um, reading somewhere about, uh, his passing and the, uh, funeral uh, uh, that occurred that was rather remarkable. Was this, can you talk about that a little bit? My dad's funeral, you're saying? So, yeah, with all of the, the, the it was like a huge number of people and cars. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was an amazing, you know, the, the, all the Yankees were there and a lot of, a lot of great celebrities were there, a lot of famous people and, uh, and his motorcade from the church to the cemetery was like 200 motorcycles. So, and we, uh, the motor, they, it so happened that the cemetery was about 10 miles from the church. So the motorcade, so to speak, uh, went through, a, you know, a bunch of consecutive towns in New Jersey and 
everybody lined the streets and was clapping for dad in the motorcade when he when he drove by paying their last respects wow. if anybody's interested in there's some of the a lot of the footage that was uh made at that time was all black and white and on film and you can see it and i think one of the most famous plays in history of that we've seen over and over today was uh, a, a particular piece of baseball that took place during the World Series. I'm not quite sure. It might have been 1949 uh, when uh, uh, Jackie Robinson had come in to, to uh, uh, broke the color barrier and became a Brooklyn Dodger in 1947. And uh, well, great base seat stealer. And the footage that you can see, if you, if you want to go online and look for this, it's which is quite something in the a, a very emotional Yogi Berra in this uh, was a, a, a footage taken of, of of Jackie being on base and intimidating the pitcher by uh, taking a great lead and then jumping back and so forth and so on and then heading for home to steal home plate in the middle of the World Series one of the most impossible feats possible and they pitcher threw the ball to ooh, your dad to that's correct. And, and that was the that was the famous play in the 1955 World Series. And it was a World Series game, and a lot of dust flew up, and the uh, umpire raised his thumbs and said, he's, he's safe. And then he made a motion for his being safe. And your dad was like, I tagged him out. I tagged him out. And he still was safe, and he remained safe for the rest of the game. And... Uh, I, I uh, did. Did your dad ever talk about that? About how that uh, came about and what he thought? Well, only that he was very adamant that Jackie Robinson was out for his entire life, and he used to tell her his 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 wife uh, Rachel Robinson uh, after Jackie passed. They were tremendous friends, and every time he saw Rachel, he would give her a hug and say, "You know, he was out." And <laughs> he would laugh like crazy. Um, I can tell you a story in 1946 when my dad was playing for the Newark Bears uh -huh. and Jackie was playing for Montreal in Montreal. This is before either one of them had gotten called to the big leagues. Montreal was a minor league team then. Uh, exactly. And that's where Jackie played in 1946 before he was called up. And my dad went up there to play him uh -huh. and he threw dirt. He threw dirt on Jackie's shoes oh. and Jackie looked back at him and looked at him with a cross, a little, a, a, a weird eye. And my dad said to him, this is before he came to the big leagues. He said, thank you for your service to our country and good luck in organized baseball. And that's what he told Jackie because Jackie Robinson told me himself. The dad was the first player from any team, white player, to welcome him to organized baseball. And from that day on, whenever they played against each other in the World Series in the big leagues, dad would throw dirt on Jackie Robinson's shoes and they'd look at each other and smile. Yeah. And Jackie told me the story himself. And uh, uh, he told me that uh, he, he always wanted to let me know what a fine man my dad was and how much he respected him for uh welcoming him to organize baseball before anybody else did 
Well, I, I, what I remember also about that was two things. It was a really good Brooklyn Dodgers. He, that's the team he joined in the major leagues at that time, who was uh, Dixie Walker. And he was really from Dixie and they had to let him go. He was their leading hitter in the year before and they he wouldn't play with him, with Jackie. That's, yeah. And then uh, I, I think there's a famous scene of, the, the Brooklyn Dodgers shortstop, uh, Pee Wee Reese at that time, throwing his arm around Jackie Robinson during the hazing he was getting to come off the field with him. And uh, it was That's quite emotional time, and your dad was a big part of that. And yes. uh, I look very much look forward to seeing this movie and, and hearing what everyone had to say about it. Uh, Yogi was uh, one of the, uh, probably one of the 10 greatest baseball players in the history of baseball, uh, and um, uh, and I'm glad to have uh, gotten around to being able to talk to his son and also uh, re- remember the artist writer's game when Yogi threw out the first ball and you hit your first pitch for a home run when he came out to see well, you. Well, thank you. Thank you thank- very much for having me. Sure. Thanks Thanks for being on the podcast. And uh, uh, well, uh, I'll see it in the movies. Going to be in a hundred movie theaters. I think most of them on the East Coast in the New York area. I would imagine. Yes, everybody go see it. And God bless. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs>